Hello and welcome to Luke's Podcast. I'm Luke. And I'm also Luke. And this is American Idol. Is that what they go ah at the end? I think so. I've I haven't watched American Idol since like oh my goodness, who was the last winner that I watched? I think um Chris Allen and Adam Lambert was the last oh, I finale. forgot they were on there. Yep. I was gonna say the Davids. David Cook and David Archuleta. Yeah. Yeah. The two guys who never did anything. Yeah. I was also going to say Taylor Hicks for some reason. <laughs> that was a while ago. Yeah. I think the only reason I watched that one was because, like, he's from, like, Birmingham or something. Is he? Yeah. He's from somewhere in Alabama. And so, like, everybody in Alabama was like, oh, my goodness, we have to support Taylor. Because, like, we also have the Alabama Shakes that are from Athens. And, like, goodness gracious, whenever they release an album in Alabama, it's like, woo, Britney's going off. Because, I mean, you know. She, they're they're good, she's good. You want me to just keep vamping on this? No, I'm waiting for a, a point to interject. Honestly, you interject somewhere. Uh, well, I was waiting for. An, I didn't want to interrupt you. No, I mean, I I was done with my statement. They're good. <laughs> she's good. Well, and then I there kind of go. found enjoyment in just watching you. You're watching me flounder. <laughs> yes, that's exactly right. So, um, welcome everyone to uh, episode five, I believe. Oh, it's five? And this is the last episode of 2019. 2K19. As you are listening to this on the last day of 2019. And so to celebrate, uh, Luke and I have written seven of our top moments of 2019. Um, And we're going to go through those in order from our least best of the least of the best to the best of the best. The bestest of the best. We were going to do nine because it's 2019. And then we realized, or at least I realized, I'm not that interesting of a person. Wow. And my first two uh, didn't seem significant enough. My eight and nine, I think, had to do with food, <laughs> which shows a so little too much. So, about so me. we're doing seven, all that to say. Yeah, I had to cut out two about food. Ugh. Yeah. Luke, did you have a good Christmas? Did I ever? Good. Did I drive 25 hours? Heck yeah, I did. All right. Not like in one direction, but just in general, and I'm tired. Do you listen to One Direction? Yes. That's one of my wife's favorite musical groups. She really likes One Direction, and we listen to it, and I still don't know any of their songs except for the ones that were like super popular. And then the one that sound like, sounds like a pirate. The one that's like dun 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 that one. I'm not familiar. Um, I have no idea what it is. That's okay. I just remember the start, because I always think it sounds like Pirates of the Caribbean. What's the best thing you got for Christmas? The best thing? That's a great question. I got these new studio monitors that are currently on my head. Oh wow. Those are pretty nice. Yeah, flaunting them in front of me and my iPod. I'm not. How is this flaunting? You're sitting there. Looking like Joe Rogan over here. Yeah. Oh, dude. Wow. Yeah. While I'm sitting here with my 2016 iPhone headphones. You know why you uh, you have those headphones? Why? Because you didn't ask for these for Christmas. I didn't think about it. Well, whose fault is that? Not mine. Not mine. Did you ask for those? Yeah. It was on my Amazon wish list. You have an Amazon wish list? Yeah. I sent it out to all my family. I have an Excel spreadsheet. That has different categories of everything with hyperlinks going to where I want it from. Plus, I had to burp. Uh, 
I thought it would be a cough, and then it ended up being a burp. But <laughs> plus, it's so long that I just call it the shotgun method. Cause like, if you don't know what to get me, something on there's too expensive. There's something else on there that's pretty cheap. Cause I usually want a lot of stickers. Stickers. I like do you, stickers. Do you buy stickers? No. Well, unless they're like local place stickers, you know, like yeah. like coffee shop stickers. Right. Like you've seen my laptop. I got I, have. I got stuff from like uh Legendary. I got a bunch of coffee shops cuz they always give out their stickers for free. Yeah. I want to get one from that cat cafe that's on Bardstown. Ooh. There's a little cute cat. What's the best thing you got for Christmas? <sighs> it's hard to say. The thing that I've had the most fun with recently is <laughs> the tile thing that I showed you earlier. Because uh, it annoys Hope a lot. Oh, yeah. Uh, we got these. I'm going to tell it to the listeners. Please they do. Don't know. So we got these things called tiles. And they're basically so you can find stuff. Like you put them on your key ring. You can like connect it to your phone. And so like if you lose your phone but you have your keys, then you're like, oh, well, I can just click the thing on there and then I find my phone. But um, me and Hope have the opposite phones ones. So she has my phone. So it can find my phone, and I have her phone, so I can find her phone. But if I click it, it just makes her phone make an annoying noise. And so I just like to do it when she's in the middle of conversations. Uh, well, that sounds like a great Christmas gift. I, I mean, I haven't been able to play with anything else I got. I haven't either. We got this pasta set. Pasta? Like to make pasta? Yeah, some of our um, some of our family friends got us like this, like it's like a pesto pasta making set. Pesto pasta? Mm-hmm. Pesto pasta. Pesto pasta. Um, Wait, pestle? Mortar and pestle? Uh, Mortar and pestle, pesto pasta? No, it's got a perforated pestle. I don't know if what? that's a thing. <laughs> but, no, uh, she, like, they got us this, and, like, we're really excited about making making the, pest, the, the pesto pasta. Yes. Blech. But, like, you know, I mean, we haven't been home. We haven't been able to do anything. Oh, I also got a bunch of Legos. I was excited about that. So you weren't joking about the Legos? No, no. I like Legos. I mean, I like them too. But I say you haven't see, you when you came to my house, you haven't seen my second bedroom. Second bedroom? Yeah, we've two. I haven't seen your first bedroom either. I mean, you're not allowed to. Okay. Uh, I wasn't really that interested, to be honest. My second bedroom, I have a. It's like a three foot tall uh, replication of the Saturn V rocket from the Apollo Eleven mission. That's pretty cool. It's super cool. And it's really cool because in Huntsville, that's just on the side of the road. Yeah. And it's just kind of there. I've seen it. It's beautiful. Yeah. So um, so we're going to get into our lists, I guess. Yeah, we should get into our lists. Yeah. I had a good time making this. Um, I had to make this while Hope was driving. Yesterday? Yeah, I had to clear, I had to, like, clear it out because, like, I had stuff. I just wrote a bunch of stuff, and then I was like, man, I need to make, like, like an actual list instead of just being like, I pet a dog in December. I also apologize for my voice that I sound kind of like a, like a man who yelled at his children for way too long on Christmas. I Is that what happened? No, okay. no, I didn't yell at all. That's good. I don't think I barely said anything. Was it really Christmas if you didn't yell? No, wait. Is that how that works? I don't know. Do, do you yell on Christmas? Um, not exclusively. 
Almost okay. like a spit take there. Yeah, I that would have been spit nice. Spit all that water out. I'm, just, I'm trying to enjoy myself. <laughs> I'm trying not to cough. All right. Well, I guess we'll um, let's get into our list. Do you want to go first? I can go first. Okay. Okay. So we go have first. seven things, and we're starting at number seven. Number seven, which is your worst of the best. Yes. It's like getting a bronze medal, except this is the seventh place. Yeah. It's like getting a sapphire. Sapphire is more valuable than bronze. Yeah, I don't know what I'm talking I'd about. I'd say more like a like a tin metal. That's good. Or yeah. al- aluminum. Aluminum is expensive. You're expensive. Wow, hurtful. <laughs> is that hurtful? I feel like that'd be a compliment. No. Okay. I'm cheap. I'm a good commodity. That's All right, good. my number seven. Eating everything on Jimmy John's menu. See, I thought you were going to exclude that. No, no, when no. we no. narrowed it to seven. That one, that one I'm actually proud of. So like it's just sandwiches. But listen, they're good sandwiches. Okay. And like that's the thing that I do is that like I'll peer, I'll go like through a whole year eating everything on a restaurant's menu. And for some reason in the middle of January, I decided that that restaurant would be Jimmy John's. I don't really remember like the thought process I had. I think me and Dalton when driving up here to go see our women, like I got Jimmy John's. And so like I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to make this a thing. So, like, throughout the year, I just ate at Jimmy John's all the time. And, like, I eventually ate all of their sandwiches. And I can definitely tell you, some of them are not worth it at all. Did you eat unwitches? I ate two. Okay. But I ate the two that people say, like, taste the best. Which are? Uh, There's one that's, like, ham and Swiss. And so it's basically just, like, a ham sandwich. Yeah. And it was pretty good. But then I got the tuna on an unwitch. And that was um, uh, interesting. Can you remind me to tell you a story about tuna after this podcast? Why don't you tell it on the podcast? I can't. Oh. It's about a dream I had, and it's very offensive. Uh, did you offend the tuna population? Not exactly. Oh, no. This is bad. Just remind me. Sorry, listener. That'll be on our Patreon. <laughs> uh, it'll be a special episode where you can only hear that story Luke's dream right about now. tuna. So, uh, so give us your what is the best and worst sandwich? I mean, it sounds terrible, cause like, it was the first sandwich I had whenever I went there, cause like I always go for it. The best is the Italian, and like, the, but the, there's one problem about it. You have to ask them to put less cheese, because they're gonna put that cheese in the middle of the meat. And it's just going to be like biting a block of cheese. I don't like that. No, it is awful. Like I've had it a couple times and I'm like, I can't do this. So I like asked the guy, I'm like, hey, can I have less cheese or like can you put the cheese on the outside of the meat? Because if you put the cheese on the outside of the meat, you're not biting cheese, you're biting meat. But it's like, like if you're biting that cheese, you're basically eating string cheese and it's really gross. And the worst sandwich, oh my gosh, what is the worst sandwich? I think there might be two now that I'm thinking about it. Cause like the first one that came to my head is there's the roast beef one, and I mean that might just be a personal preference. I don't dislike the roast beef sandwich there. Uh, I just thought like it's really dry. That was my that was my like take on it was like it was just really dry, and like only it only got really good whenever I put Jimmy peppers on it. Cause yeah, because like it added a little something. I was like, wow, All flavor. Right. <sighs> but there is this one they just added. Um, and I got it once and it was good, but every time I've had it since, 
It's been terrible. It's the Cuban sandwich. Yeah. And Cuban sandwiches shouldn't be hard to make. It's just bacon and ham and yeah. mustard. I feel like, though, uh, Cuban is all about having, like, the highest of quality ingredients, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, like, I had it once, and it was great. But then, like, I got it again. And it was like they just took the mustard bottle and went, well, we don't need this anymore. And just put all the mustard all over it. I'm going to sample that noise. You didn't need to do it again. Hey, just you, you need double takes. It's yeah, okay. that's right. All right. What's your number seven? My number seven is the 4th of July. Really? So, well, let me, t- let me tell you why, Luke. I'm asking you questions. Um, the 4th of July in general is my favorite holiday, I think. You told me this. I, I love it. I like fireworks. And so for the past several years, I think since 2014, me and my buddy Ryan have, uh, I don't know why I said Ryan so weird. Ryan. Ryan. Uh, we've bought f- a bunch of fireworks. We've gone to uh, Phantom Fireworks in Clarksville. And because uh, you can't buy like mortars in Jefferson County. You can't buy anything fun is what you're saying. But if you go to Indiana, you can. And then you bring them back and no one cares. Smuggling. Yeah, but it's like, <laughs> but is it really smuggling if the law doesn't care? Mm. I don't know. Anyway, so we bought all these fireworks. I mean, we've spent, like, between me and him and some of his parents' money, one time we spent over $1,000 on fireworks just to shoot off at his parents' cul-de-sac. So that was one year. Um, The only year we didn't do it since (laughs) then is 2016 because I was in Europe at the time and and wasn't home for 4th of July. Um so the past two years, what we've done is there's a beach volleyball spot in J-Town. It's I know called, you're it's called about. the beach. Yeah, I know. You're and so the past about. two years, we've been able to do our fireworks show there, which is awesome because we get there at like four o'clock or something, play volleyball. His dad is grilling out stuff, and we have several hundred dollars worth of fireworks that we light off after it gets dark, and it's a great time. So, so it's it's cool. Also, like we just started doing it because we love fireworks. Yeah. But now it's like. And granted, this year, so his his family owns a uh, locksmith business. Shout out Lock Doctor, sponsor us. And uh, uh, so this year, it was more them that, that paid for it and put it on. It was more of a Lock Doctor event than it was a Ryan and Luke event. But it was cool just to realize, like, hey, we've, we started at just out of the love of fireworks. We've created, like, a small community event on 4th of July, like, unofficial. I think it's pretty cool. Your love of exploding things has brought the community together. It has. The real the real French the real fireworks was the friends we made along the way. This is like the horse metaphor you made <laughs> in episode one. <laughs> but it's great. But yeah, so that's I, I I enjoyed it this year. This year was cool. We had some good fireworks and it was the most organized we'd ever been. Which was cool. And it's, yeah, it's just kind of cool to see how it's grown. I don't know if we'll do it this year because he's having a kid like right around that time. The kid could shoot off fireworks. Well, it'd be an infant. There's no there's no time like the present. I'm I'm really talking financially than I am oh. anything else. But maybe the, the locksmith company will still. Let's get Big Lots to sponsor it. <laughs> Big Lots fireworks show at the beach. The Big Lurks fireworks. <laughs> fireworks. I can't say anything. That's okay. This phlegm is ruining it. That's all right. I'm so sorry you're feeling bad. It's okay. I'm feeling better. Thanks for asking. Wow. I mean, I figured you were feeling better. You don't yeah, sound like me. It was like three weeks ago. I think I gave, I think I got this from you and Hope. I don't put this on me, but I'm putting it on both of you. All right. But it's more her, though. You live with her. I mean, true. You only see me twice a week. Uh, what was your number six? My number six? 
Let me g- open my phone back up. So this is like a like a personal goal that I've had since I was like, I started this in 2016. It's my movies thing. But like my goal is that I want to see one year. I want to see a movie every day of the year or like not just every day of the year, but at least ha- see like 365 movies a year. Yeah. Just you to dub- do it. Double up or triple up or whatever on some. Yeah. Just to do it like one day, just one year. Just do that. I'll be okay. And like, I like my first year I got like 210 and I hit 200 in December. And then the next year I hit 200 in September. And then last year I hit 200 in July. And I think this year I hit 200 sometime in like August or something like that. Now are these new movies you haven't seen before? No, no, no. It's just movies in general. But like okay. I usually like I usually go with movies that I've never seen before. Like on my list thing, I have like have I seen it before? And then I have like no and yes, and then I have a count over on the side. And usually it ends up being like like say I have three hundred movies that I've seen, it'll be like two hundred seventy five is no, and then se- like twenty five I've seen before. And usually those twenty five are the same twenty five every year. It's gotcha. like the social network is in there somewhere. Yeah, because that's a great movie. Okay. But um, this year, as of right now, I'm seeing a movie later today. Uh, I'm seeing Uncut Gems. Oh, yeah, the Adam Sandler. Dude, it looks awesome. Uh, I'm seeing that later today. And I'm also, like, going to watch a couple other movies because i got to clean the house and everything. But, like, as of right now, I think I'm at, like, 318. So, like, I'm close, but, like... You have two days. I can't do that. You can do it. I literally can't. Yeah, it's mathematically impossible, I feel (sighs) like, unless they're short films. No, I don't count short films. It has to be, like, what the Academy considers a film. So it's got to be at least 60 minutes. And it's really annoying. So I count some TV movies because, like, there's still kind of movies. Like, um, like the Steven Universe movie I counted because, like, it's an hour and a half. And, like, it was aired on Cartoon Network uninterrupted. So, like, it, it worked like a movie, effectively. And then, like, there's some, like, straight to those, like, DC animated movies. I count those. But, like... Not like, I don't know, I'm trying to think. I can't think of a good example of what it's not like, but I'm really close. And that's like one thing that I've that I've really wanted to do. And it's getting harder and harder as I get older. Like my prime time was probably last year and I blew it. You blew it! And the only reason I blew it is because I love my wife. That's a good reason. It's a very good reason. Well, buddy, I hope you know we're all pulling for you next year. <laughs> We really hope you can make it. I already have like four movies lined up on my AMC app to watch next year. There you go. Good for you. So this is uh this is an issue. Also, just want to shout it out for anybody who's actually listening. You know what movie's actually good? Um, is this? It like came out. It just came out. Oh, it's a movie that you don't, you're not thinking that's actually good. Okay. It's not Cats. Cats is just no, a monstrosity. I, you couldn't pay me to watch that no, movie. No, you need to watch it. No, I will never watch it. No. Uh, I refuse. It's that Will Smith animated movie. I don't, I'm don't. i not familiar. Spies in Disguise where he gets turned into a pigeon. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's actually good. It's really weird. Like It looks super dumb, but it was really funny. I'd watch it. It's it's good. It's a good five dollar movie. Okay. Yeah. I like. I I tell people just go see it in theaters because I mean like, the that studio is owned by Disney now, and I want them to make animated films that aren't Disney animated films. I want other stuff. Give me more movies. 
But anyways, what's your number six? So my number six is also in the entertainment world. Uh, this isn't an accomplishment. This actually has nothing to do with me. Uh, my number six is the release of Tyler Childers' Country Squire. I know that sounds stupid. <laughs> like, because it's just a record that came out this year. Yeah. But I, I've li- I, it's probably my lo- most listened to record of this year, and it only came out in, I think, August or maybe September. Yeah. And, um,. So I got into Tyler earlier this year. Was, um, I've 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 heard him. I've listened to him a little bit off and on before, but then earlier this year I like really started listening to his first record, and uh, I was like, all right, I'm getting into this a little bit. I like this. I like where this guy's going. Um, and then so once this record came out, it just immediately was like you felt the jump that he took. And it just made so much sense, and he did it so well. So if you go from the first record, it's like super Appalachia, um, yeah. which is like what he is, and it's good. And that's like really kind of making a, uh, that's it's really making a, it's it's it's, it's there's putting its thumbprint in the music industry. Like all of a sudden, people are accepting Appalachian music, which is cool. Yeah. Um, so, but then with the rise of kind of the psychedelic cosmic country with like, you know, Sturgill and, and some of these other guys, um, he has a little bit of a hand in that. And so it was cool to see. So he made this jump with Country Squire that he still has these Appalachian roots. And it's like, that's what his songs are about. But now he somehow has blended that sonically with the more cosmic country that you hear these days. So he's like Sturgill Simpson. If Sturgill Simpson wasn't like. A Tennessee country, but it was more like Appalachian Appalachia. Country. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Have you listened to Tyler Childress? No. Really? I thought you have. I've listened to like maybe like one or two songs because they'll appear on like my Spotify Discover Weekly or they'll be like in one of those, you know, those like playlists that they're like, we know you like listening to country music, so here's a bunch of garbage and like nine songs you like. Yeah. He's in like those every now and then. Okay. Like, he'll, he'll go through when I'm listening to it. Like I don't really like doesn't come across as I'm paying attention. Yeah. Like, I'm like, oh, I like that sound. And I think for me, as, as someone who really likes music, um, it's I, it's hard to say that it's the best album I've ever heard, but I think it's the best album I've ever heard. Like, I, I think it's it has a great pace. Yeah. Like, the energy level, the dynamics of it all is, is beautifully laid out. The production of it, like the instrumentation on it is is phenomenal. Like everything sounds how it should and needed to sound. Um, and I just think they're really good songs as well. Like I said, he has that Appalachian style, but now he's blended it into more of kind of the, not even mainstream, but like the, the what's, what's more popular and kind of more um, sought after these days with that kind of more psychedelic. So what you're saying is, is he'll never get a CMA. No, absolutely not. <laughs> he's he's way too good for the CMAs. Um, if you're yeah. not with Peyton Manning in a nationwide commercial, you ain't getting a CMA. Hey, Paisley's good though. I like he's, Brad Paisley. He's not the worst of those. He's he. I always get he's his good. face mixed up with Thomas Rhett. Oh gosh, that's an insult. I mean, they look the same. That's an insult to Brad's music and to Thomas's look. I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not saying anything about either of those things. I get it. I'm just saying they both have brown hair, wide faces, and sometimes have beards. I also like that um, uh, I saw someone say this the other day, and this is a generalization. It's not totally true. Someone said Nashville's ruined country music and Kentucky's 
saving it, which is kind of true. When you look at artists like yeah. Chris Stapleton and Sturgill Simpson and Tyler Childers, granted, all those guys are making their music in Nashville, so it's it's to. not technically true. Yeah. But the sentiment of it is like you got these Kentucky guys who are doing great things in country music, and it's exciting to see as a country music fan and a native of Kentucky. Nashville is the Hollywood of the South, except there's also Atlanta. Uh, it's like def- for the music scene, it's definitely the Hollywood of the South. You know how like like Atlanta's kind of the new Nashville now. Like Atlanta's got a great music scene, but all of Atlanta's music scene is like it's like rap and R and B. But you got a lot of country guys, but they move really? up to Nashville. Yeah, Zach Brown's from there. Zach Brown's from Atlanta. That's where he started. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I didn't know that. I mean, I don't think that's where he's like from, but that's where the band is from. Oh, okay. okay. He is from Georgia. I do know that. I don't. I I didn't know that. For some reason, I always imagined that Zach Brown like. It was like Jimmy Buffett where he just like, you know, just appeared on a beach and everyone was like, I guess this is a person now. Like he just washed up on shore and started singing Cheeseburger in Paradise. Yeah, it's kind of like Shutter Island. Yes. He just kind of was just there. So I know you're excited about your number five. So I'm making an audible. Really? I'm switching my number five and my number four. Oh, okay. I thought yeah. you were like getting rid of your number five altogether. No, no, no. We don't so have no. fives here. Well, it sounded like it was important. I'm switching my number five and my number four because I think five is a little more important and I can talk about it a little more. I'll also say Country Squire was higher on my list, but really? then I feel like due to the loyalty of other people in my life, I needed to move it back. <laughs> yeah, Mom, you hear that? Country Squire is more important than you. I mean, I don't know. What? I don't care about the love, support, and caring that you gave me as a child, and I don't care about the financial investment that you made in me. I listened to this one album that came out in August, and now, look at me. I have an apartment. It's the best thing that's ever happened. (laughs) (laughs) I'm done with my parents. I'm done with my job. I'm done with my friends. All I have is Tyler Childers, Country Squire, and sometimes Sturgill Simpson. It's like, you know how people become homeless because they're addicted to drugs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to become homeless because I just, guys, I just literally want to listen to this record. You're going to stand in front of the Oxmoor Mall and have a sign that says, uh, I don't have a job. I listen to Country Squire 40 million times. I can tell you all the words. Not even asking for money. Just putting it out there. I just want Country Squire on DVD. Please. I want the concert. <laughs> I'll be seeing him in May. Anyway, number five. Number five. My number five is a. Uh, it's kind of boring when I like say it. It's oh. starting seminary. Well, this will be good. Oh, oh yeah, I mean, yeah. It's it's boring. I mean, like, don't don't say no. It's but I'm excited. Why are you excited? To hear why it's number five. Oh, it's number five because it's important. Because I mean, like, you know, that's that's my call. That's what I'm supposed to do. But it's only number five because like it's a big it's a big life change. And, uh, I mean, like, I haven't really gotten deep into it at all. I've just been kind of taking, like, surface-level classes and everything. And then, like, it's also my first year, so I don't know anybody. And everybody there is pretty standoffish unless they know you, which is hard because they don't know me, which makes them standoffish. Is it an intellectual kind of standoffish? I know. Just a general... In class, I talk to people, but about class. Like, I have, I had guys in some of my classes that, like, I sat near, and they'd be asking questions and stuff like that, and I'd ask them questions. Like, we have stuff like that, but, like, outside of class, there'd be nothing. Like, it's really hard to make friends there. Like, I thought it was hard making friends in college the first couple of weeks. Th- this is impossible. 
But like, it's also good because like, I I don't want to toot my own horn or anything, but I'm really good at making friends and everything. It's very easy, and this is the first challenge I've had in a long time. So I will make them my friend. <laughs> twenty twenty goals. I mean, it's like I, I've talked to people for like hours before, but it's it's basically just like a life achievement that I'm there. I don't know how long I'm gonna be there. Might take a while. Might not take a while. Just really depends. But you know, yeah, I might do it online. Really? Yeah. Why? It takes less time. Does it? Yeah, I can just do everything at my own pace. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. It's one of those things where it's just kind of like this is just like a new thing. So like maybe next year if we do this again, then I'll be like. Seminaries on the bottom, but it's just different now. Mm-hmm. But like right now, it's just kind of like, yeah, you know, I started seminary. I'm glad I did. I put myself out there. I met no professors. I weirded out the one at church. Nice. Which was fun. Wait, we have two now. Oh, the um, the mission, the missiology one. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think I weirded him out. All right. I I think I came on too strong talking about missions. Yeah, I feel like that's pr- an easy. Way to 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 get a bad vibe. I was just like, just like asking him questions, and he obviously didn't want to answer them, huh. and I didn't take no for an answer. And I was like, talk to me. You blew it. Let me know about the missions. Tell me about your curriculum. But yeah, that's 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 my number. That's my number five. Number five. What's your number five? My number five. Uh, so I don't know why I laughed. My number five. This involves my buddy Ryan again. Um. It was being the best man at his wedding. So uh, this was the first time I got to be a best man at someone's wedding. Yeah. Been in a wedding before. Um, and, it, you know, it was, I I feel like it wasn't all that different from just being in a wedding, if I'm being honest. Yeah. There was like a little bit more responsibility. You're up higher on the totem. Right. Um, like I did a little bit more, right? Like planned the bachelor party mm. and held the ring and whatever. <laughs> It was basically like Samwise Gamgee, now that I think about it. You're basically Samwise. Which, uh, he's probably, well, he's my second least favorite Hobbit for sure. My least favorite's Frodo. No one likes Frodo. Frodo doesn't do anything. He's annoying. He's like, oh, the ring. Such uh, a burden. I have a burden. Uh. Um, it was cool. So we've been friends since uh, a long time. Over 10 years, I think. So at yeah, least over 10 seventh years. grade. Um, I don't know. It's uh, I was we were both homeschooled, so grades don't matter. There was one day where I wasn't his friend, and then another where I was. And I woke up the next day, and we were friends. We were having a sleepover. Uh, so this is this yeah. So the same guy that uh did, did the fireworks as well. So we've we've had some good times together. Yeah. So it was just uh it was cool. He he was obviously really excited uh to be married and to get married, and um, it, yeah, I just uh. It was it was cool to be there with him like the night before, you know, yeah. and just kind of talk with him through everything that was going on. Did his wedding have a theme? Danger. <laughs> no, <laughs> it, it didn't. <laughs> there was there was no theme. The theme was matrimony. <laughs> um. What do you mean theme? What kind of wedding has a theme? Like underwater? Well, hold on. It's just funny. Um, one of my friends had. A, one of my friends brother-in-law his wedding was themed and it was lord of the rings themed oh goodness now i show you pictures later please do but uh all of the guys had to dress like hobbits they all had tunics 
And pantaloons. Like tunics. Yeah, like the, the short tunics. Like the hobbits wear. Well, like when they're... Isn't a tunic what Smeagol wears? That's a loincloth. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. No, like, uh, like you know what they're wearing when they... At, at the end of um, Return of the King? When they're seeing yeah. Frodo in bed? Yep. Like that. They're effectively wearing that. Okay. Um, and then the girls all wore elfin dresses. But... Um, the guy was dressed up as a ranger king, like Aragorn at the end. Mm-hmm. I don't know why that keeps happening. Um, and uh, she was dressed up as Eowyn. And like, yeah. Okay. Well, good for them. I hope they enjoyed it. Uh, it was really funny to look at. This wedding had no theme. All that to say. <sighs> there was no theme. Weddings need to have themes. That's really all I have to say about that. That was all you had to say about that. I mean, wedding. I mean, what else can I say? They got married. I was there. It happened. Pictures of the wedding will be on our Patreon. No, they won't. We should start a Patreon. Well, who's gonna support us? We have eight listeners. Heck yeah! We have eight. I don't know. I think we have like fifty-five. Really? Yeah. I thought Spotify said eight. I don't know. Okay. I mean, I know Caleb's listening to this. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, Caleb. Please get other people to listen to us. What is your number five? What is my number five? Yeah. Uh, it'll be my number four now. That's right. Sorry. My number four is getting engaged. What? But this is this is different from getting married. Well, I know that. Well, yes. But like, usually when people say getting married, it involves the whole getting engaged part. But this is different. No, I think it's two separate events. Because this, ev- this event ended my turmoil. So... Um, everybody at my college loves Hope. They love her. She's great. That sounds like she's not, but she is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she's great. She's, she's great. I love her. <laughs> no, she's great. And everybody loves her, even if they actually don't know her, which is annoying. And so, um, they kept pestering me about getting engaged to the point where it became like, like, if somebody else got engaged, everyone would look at me and be like, when are you getting engaged, Luke? When is the day happening? When is the day of reckoning coming upon us? Like Papa John. And um, I need to show you that video. Okay. Papa John like went on a tirade and he said, the day of reckoning is coming. Trust me. Is this when he was all sweaty? Yeah, when he looked like Pizza the Hut. Yeah. Yeah, he... Ugh. But... Um, like they kept doing that. And then like there was one fateful day in November whenever one of my really close friends got engaged and like, I just like could not wait for Monday to end because people kept asking me, Hey, when are you getting engaged? 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 Hey Luke, when are you and hope getting engaged? I hope that does like different sounds. It does absolutely nothing. Oh, good. Okay, and so like they, they oh so annoying. I mean, we got engaged in January, and it was fantastic. Congratulations! And I proposed in a car, but um, that's a. I think I've already told that story. Yeah, we told that last episode. We did. Yep. Oh man. Well, good. you did. I didn't. Oh yes. I didn't know the story. You told that last episode. Hey, remember when I told that story about your engagement? <laughs> <coughs> but. Like, it was more just, like, I was glad that we were engaged, one. I hope. Because, like, we were going to get married, and we could get married in August, and which was super hot. It was great. 
Not like that type of hot. I wasn't going to say that. But like temperature wise. I thought about it, but I wasn't going to. Other people are thinking it. Yeah, but they can't say anything. And I cleared it up. You didn't need to clear it up. They can tweet at us. Do we don't have a Twitter? Let's start a Twitter. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Um, But the, uh, yeah, I got engaged and it was great. And um, I'm glad that we did. You know, Luke, all this time I'd been worried that <laughs> you were regretting getting engaged. I like the whole married part. It's yeah, just the engaged I, part. I knew you were happy to be married, but <laughs> I was concerned you were not as happy to be engaged. So. <coughs> oh, gosh. Oh. Well, congrats on your engagement. We're all very happy for you. <laughs> yeah, thank you for something that should have been said like 12 months ago. Retrospectively. A retrospect. Yes. I'm going to get a cough drop out do some right. ASMR. Should I, uh, should I do my number four? No, you just get the cough drop. Oh wait, no, that's not how you even. Who does a cough drop like that? Me. Okay. Should you hear my number four? Should I say my number four? <laughs> Should you hear it? Is your number four like vulgar? <laughs> no. <laughs> it sounded like it sounded like it sounded like you're like. Should I even say it? Oh my goodness. <laughs> Should I even say my number four? I think my number four might be terrible. Um, my number four is the beginning. Of playing gigs with Half Acre and Haywood. It helps if you talk in the microphone. Your band, <laughs> your band with Alan. Yeah. Oh yeah. So we started practicing in 2018, and then played our first gig in February, and we've been averaging roughly like once a month, pretty close to it. And I've had a blast. It's been a lot of fun. How many gigs have you played? Mm, I'm gonna say seven. That's not bad. Seven full band and maybe like nine oh, acoustic. Okay. So, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, I, I like to play bass, and I don't get to do it a whole lot anymore. Yeah. And so that's just like three hours of playing bass straight, and uh, it's cool. It's like, uh, well, I, you know, we get paid to do it, which is pretty pretty neat as a 23-year-old guy, you know. Yeah. I'll take the money how I can get it. Um, yeah, and it's, uh, it's cool. People come out, they hang out, you know. It's, it's always more fun. When there's people to like talk to in between sets instead of just sitting there like all alone for 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, that happened when we played on Thunder over Louisville night. It was like we had nobody there that we knew. And so we just kind of sat there, us four, which was fun. Yeah. Kind of just hang out. It's the guys. So is it you, Alan? Talk about guy things. Who are the other two? Uh, there are a couple of brothers of the Half Acre brothers. Oh. So you're the only one that's not a Haywood or a Half Acre. Yeah. They couldn't afford my name. <laughs> It would have it's kind of like Lion. Crosby, Stills, Nash, and um, Young. Young, yeah. I like to think that you're Neil Young. I'm Neil Young. Uh huh. Because so you're gonna leave them high and dry. No. And make like eleven albums. I would like to make my own album, but I'm not gonna leave them. My own album of bass serenades. Doom, 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 doom. The, you can play this for your kid to go to sleep too. They say Mozart makes your baby smart. But Luke Lyons makes your baby Electric a genius. Bass makes it smart. So it's been fun. I've enjoyed it. It's uh, it's filled the void. It's given me an opportunity <laughs> to play bass, uh, which I really appreciate. And it's just fun. I enjoy it. I'm looking forward to doing more of it this year. Do you have another gig? January. Like the start? Uh, so I'm playing acoustically at Gerstle's on January 5th from 8 to midnight. Mm-hmm. And oh then um, and then we're playing full band at Spectators down off New Cut Road, January 10th, Friday night, from 9 to 1. 
Which, so. which one is Spectators? It's way down there. It's about a half hour away. Oh. South end of Louisville. New cut. Kind of, it's about 10 minutes from Mike Iroquois Park. Is that like near Buccal Pass? I do not know what that is. There's like a uh, like an area that I found randomly one day. It's like in the southwest corridor. I like saying corridor. This isn't west. Southwest. Uh, southeast. Uh, a little more east. A little more east. Yeah. Is it like below 65? It's uh. This sort is a riveting conversation. It's like for right a off, it's right off the Snyder. It's like <laughs> the Snyder almost ends. Like you're really close to the end of the Snyder. Welcome to Luke's podcast, where we talk about uh, the traffic. And this the reminds me of you know those uh, the L- SNL bit, the Californians. The Californians. <laughs> yeah, well, like, you're gonna take the five, and you're gonna get off at Sternberg, and then. <laughs> You no, know, oh, like you don't get off bit. at Sternberg. You get off at Willow Park Drive. That's what this reminds me of. I love that. <laughs> All right, uh, getting down to the top three, the nitty gritty. My top three are very typical. Number three, though. What do you think number three is? What do I think number three is? Yeah. Is it something I know? I mean, it's something that like happened in my life that I know about. Yeah. Was I involved? No. Getting married? No. Hopefully that's number one. I, it's spoiler. Um, I I don't know. It's graduating college. Okay. Because I was glad. Yeah. Not like not like how our kids every Sunday go like, oh my joy was uh that I got out of school early and my junk was school. Luke and I don't have kids together. Oh yeah, no. We, we teach don't. a class of middle schoolers <laughs> Bible study. <laughs> We don't have kids. <laughs> I want to make that abundantly clear. We're raising five kids, all no. named Blandon. No, we are not. <laughs> Zero kids. Um, <laughs> graduating college, because I almost didn't. Really? Yeah. What do you mean? Like you almost failed, or you almost just like? Eh. So my last semester, I had two classes. One, well, I had more than two. I had five, but I had two classes that like almost tanked me. One of them was um, biology two, which doesn't sound difficult, and it wasn't. It was just that. So, like, you know that age old story where the teacher's like, This will be on the test. This was not on the test. Yes. Imagine if she didn't say it was on the test. And she never mentioned it at all. And then suddenly it was on the test, and she said it was on the study guide. And fun fact, the study guide was posted the day of the test. That was terrifying. I don't know what that was. I'm scared. Probably taking those stairs down again. <sighs> Can't get out. Um, but, like, she would do things like we would be going over, um, like, the plant and the fungi kingdoms. And she'd say, this is what you need to know. And then we come to the test. And that's not what we needed to know at all. It was something entirely different. It never is. And then, like, there was another, like, all my projects. The one that I always remember was, like, so we were supposed to talk about endangered species in Mississippi. Easy. Give us one. Uh, mine was the rainbow snake. It's literally just, like, you know, king snakes? Yeah. Imagine if a king snake was just, like, had iridescent scales. That's it. I don't know what that means. They look like they shine like a rainbow. Okay, gotcha. It, it it was just like a king snake. It was pretty boring, but like I just wrote something and I was like, "This is what it is." Here we, you go. We gotta do something about this, man. What can we do? How can I help? It's barely endangered. Oh, okay, never mind. Yeah, it was, the, it was the least endangered thing. 
Like they were like, uh, it said um, it had just become endangered in like August of 2017. And it was like, yeah, um, it only has like 500,000. And like it usually is supposed to have like 900,000. It's like, God, what a what a large number in between those. Yeah, that's and, tough. And th- that's tough to hear. And there's already like things happening so that it's like not endangered. I think it's already up to like seven hundred fifty thousand. Way to go, Mississippi. We're doing it. Um, but thank you, listeners, for helping with this. Yes, all your money goes to this and our Patreon. Um, but so like I had to write a report about that, and um, the report was supposed to say stuff like. This is what the animal is. This is why it's endangered. This is why it's important to save endangered animals, and then have like a spiritual, like a like a Christian look onto it. And I put everything in there. We we're supposed to turn it in on Blackboard, but um, a lot of students were having problems with Blackboard because like it was all the seniors, because like they usually like cut you off Blackboard when you're a senior because you're not gonna be there anymore, and so like they're having problems with it. So I couldn't do it, and so I emailed her like five days before the assignment was due because I already had it done. And I was like, hey, um, my Blackboard's not working. I'm just going to email this to you right now just so you have it so I can turn it in whenever I get it fixed because I was going to get it fixed before everything happened because that's what they do. And so it got fixed before it happened and whatever. And I turned it in on Blackboard the day before it was due. And um, I get this email back that said, you turned this in an email so you're getting 50% off. And I was like, that's, that's a good deal. Yeah, that's a great deal, but I don't really care. And so, like, I got, like, a like a 52 on it, and it was, like, awful. Is that passing? No, that's failing. Okay. I got a 52 on that thing when I should have got, like, a 100, and it was awful. And I was like, why? And she's like, you turned it in an email. And I said, I wrote in the email this. I wrote in the email that, like, I was just giving it to you so you had it to make sure that you knew I did it, and I was turning it on Blackboard. And she's like, well, you turned it in on email before. And I was like, what? Do... That is petty. I was like, do you just not like people? What is wrong with you? No, she just doesn't like you. It was terrible. She didn't like my roommate either, but that was a different story. And then, like, I passed that class with a sixty, a 65.2 or something like that, which there is, like, 1.2 points above failing. Yeah, good for you. It was awful. No, that's great. But then the Best. other, I had an online class that I knew nothing about. I didn't know that I signed up for it at all. And I didn't do any of the work. And then the final exam came and they sent me an email saying, are you ready for your final exam? And I went, yep. My what now? And so like, I would like panicked and I started doing like all the work I possibly could to like get my grade up a little bit. And I kept emailing the guy and everything. And then I just went to my supervisor who's like friends with the guy. The guy also lived in Poland, mind you. He was teaching our class from Poland. Dovigenia. Um, But I went to my supervisor and I was like, hey, um, I'm an idiot. And he went, that's the magic words. And so then I got an extension. Nice. And I was like, oh, okay. And like, I graduated college, but like just barely. Well, congratulations, buddy. We're all really proud of you. And now I'm in more college. And you're going to do great. We're all pulling for you. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't mess this up. I got bets, man. All right. Number three for me. What's your number three? So I mentioned the best manning. The wedding. The best Peyton Manning? The best Cooper Manning, actually. Oh. Yeah, he's the best. A lot of people don't know about him. He's um, really underrated Manning. My number three, we did the a bachelor party. It was a camping kip, trip, a, a canoe camping trip Where'd in Mammoth Cave National Park. Oh. It was a lot of fun. I So me and my buddy Ryan, we've done that before, just me and him, and he's done it uh, other times with other people. Mm-hmm. 
So we had, uh, it was me and him and, and two of his groomsmen. The other one couldn't make it, and we didn't know till like, the day before, so that was lame. Um, but it, I, I, it wasn't even, this wasn't even so much about the bachelor party so much as it was just, like, the trip itself. I just had a blast on. Yeah. Like, I had been camping before, and I knew that I liked camping. But then it was this trip that I realized, oh, I really like camping. Like, this is a blast. Did you, like, camp, like, you didn't camp in the cave, did you? No, we weren't We weren't actually in the park for most of it. Oh. And we weren't in the cave at all. So you camped, like, like around? It's basically in Munfordville. So Green River yeah. runs through the cave and through the park. Yeah. So we were on Green River. Oh. So we started We started 30 miles away from the Green River Ferry, mm-hmm. which is in the park. Um, and so, yeah, we just kind of, we, we canoed and we'd stop on there. So this was bad planning on my on my part because of the people that I booked it with. But uh, because we started in Mumfordville and not the park, mm-hmm. the banks were pri- property. And we didn't have permission to... You could camp there. But So we camped on like the sandbars and the islands in oh. the middle, which worked out really well. Was it like comfortable at least? Yeah. I mean, we had equipment and stuff. Yeah. So yeah, it worked out pretty well. Um, and I just remember like it was a lot of fun. We were there two nights... It was a lot of fun just, like, being in the canoe. And what was cool was we figured out the second day we did it a little bit better. But the first day we tied the two canoes together, and um, it made it easier, kind of. The first day it didn't. For the yeah. people in the back, it was harder to steer but because we didn't tie them. Like, we we tied the tow rope to the handle of the canoe, oh, and so it was okay. a little bit unbalanced. And then the next day we figured out, hey, let's tie the tow ropes to each other. And it was, like, the easiest thing in the world. Like, we... Yeah booked that second day oh my gosh. like and it was all, and honestly like we didn't even really paddle a whole lot the water level was great and it was also like we got so lucky with weather because it was always clear and it was the middle of july yeah. so it was super hot during the day but it got down to like 70 at night which never happens in okay. kentucky so it was really comfortable to sleep and i love hot weather got super sunburned i love sunburn and uh it was fun i remember the second night was when I realized how much fun it was. I, I just like <laughs> I just slept out under the stars, like next to the fire. Yeah, and it was awesome. <laughs> it sounds like it sounds it like the first it. day was just like, oh, this is no fun, and I hate it. And then suddenly the second night you're just like, oh, wait, no. The first day was still fun, but it was part of it was like, man, I feel like I didn't book this very well, and just gotta figure it out. Yeah, it yeah. was like I don't know, like because we have to go 30 miles before 1 p.m. in three days, so we had we had like. 30 hours to go 30 miles, which isn't bad, yeah. but um, part of that is sleeping, obviously. So I've never done it. We, we had to do it. I've never uh, done pretty that good pace. before. It's really fun. I, I highly recommend it. It's it's always just like whenever I think of camping, it's like a ton of planning to figure everything out like so that it goes right. Like so that you like prepare if something goes wrong. Yeah. It's more or less what I it guess is. I usually don't think about that. And like, I mean, I'm thinking like an insurance agent. Yeah. Like, God, what happens if I sink the canoe? Just, do do? just don't do that. It's not that hard to not sink a canoe. But what if there's like a like a fish with a gun? I have a kayak. What? <laughs> I have a kayak. <laughs> so that was the same weekend actually that someone shot uh, Bigfoot. Oh. We were there when someone shot Bigfoot. Was it like a drunk dude or whatever? Yeah. I don't know. Oh gosh. So that's my number three. A lot of fun. Uh, hope I get to do it again sometime. What was your number two? I was about to say I wish I put my bachelor party on here. Now that I'm thinking about it. Wah, 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 wow. <sighs> Sorry, guys. You made it terrible. You're not as good as the best man as I. Just even kidding. though it's, I remember 
what I planned. I That's need to this. I have to plan about. I have to plan a bachelor party, and then I don't know what's happening with my other friend's bachelor party. I don't know either. What was your number two? My number two, moving up here. Oh. Yeah, and that encompasses everything. Because I was about to say, like, like, can I put some of these things that have to do with Louisville above others? And I'm like, I don't know. Because, like, it was like moving up here, getting an apartment, getting a job. I mean, like, I work at the church, but I work there, like, three days a week. Mm-hmm. But really what I do is lift. So, like, it's getting a job. But I make money. Um, but, like... So like it, j- it was just a big life step. Yeah, it is. It was, it I've never moved anywhere. Oh yeah, you've always been here. Well, I, I mean, I you were outside County. the city, but you were thanks, Bullet County. Thanks for remembering. Yeah, You're I welcome. was. Yeah, I I only know two other counties. In Shout this. out Bullet County. It's Bullet and Oldham. There you go. Those are the only two I know besides this one. Shelby. Is this Je- I thought it was Jefferson. Shelby County. Where's Shelby County? It's just outside. Jefferson. <laughs> you said just outside. I know it. So bullets there. like south, Shelby's east, Oldham's north. Oh, uh, so Shelby's the one that keeps going down sixty-five. E- no, that's bullet. That's bullet. Sixty-four, Shelbyville. Oh, uh, Shelby bullets this way. South down sixty-five. Yeah, Shelby is that way on seventy-one. Here we go again. Why are we talking about this? <laughs> you took seventy-one to <laughs> get. All right. <laughs> Moving to Louisville, how was it, Luke? Tell us about it. Oh, it was great. <laughs> I don't like. I don't have like a ton to elaborate on. I don't know. I mean, like, it's just good. Like, yeah. I like living up here. It feels it's a good weird. city. It's a great city to live in. Well, it also feels weird because it's like I don't go home as much. Like when I was in college, like man, that first year I went home way too much. But like I would go home like every now and then, and like it was only like two and a half hours. But like now it's like four and a half. Like, ugh. Yeah. And also, we don't have time to do that, so I don't just go home all the time. So I have to, like, call my mom. Yeah, it's annoying. Ugh. Sorry, mom. Isn't this enough? Can't she just listen to you for an hour a week? Yeah, she can listen to me for one hour every week. I think that that suffices. Yeah, it's fine. Love you, mom. Cool. Also, the other sad thing is that... (laughs) I'm going to start crying. No, I'm not. No, you're not. Uh, I have this piece of driftwood. His name is Drifty. He's Drifty the Driftwood. And I keep trying to bring him back home, but I keep forgetting him at my parents' house. He's a beautiful piece of driftwood. Well, probably not, because you keep forgetting about him. And I want him to be a part of Louisville. Grant Kane's beautiful. I don't forget that exists. (laughs) Speaking of which... What's your number two? My number two. uh, My number two was my trip that I took to Colorado Colorado in May. Um, it was pretty spur of the moment. Well, I, I didn't know I was going until about a month before. So interesting about the thing about this trip is that <coughs> the reason I took it is because I listened to this podcast at the end of the year of a couple guys talking about their top moments of 2018. Yeah. And I was like, oh, what are my top moments? And I thought about it and I realized 2018 was so lame and it was my fault. I didn't do anything. Yeah. Like I just kind of let 2018 happen and I didn't do anything about it. And so I decided, you know what, I should do something in 2019. And I, I love going out west. Used to go out all the time, and I haven't been since I was a kid. And so I said, I want to go out west. And uh, I had a friend who kind of helped me with the details and playing that stuff out. And just kind of the month later, I was on a plane. I was going to Colorado. And it was cool. This was the first trip that I took. Like 
It was total solitude. You were by yourself? Oh, yeah. All by myself. Wow. I was out there for a week. I stayed in Estes Park at the YMCA there. Uh, the YMCA is more like a ranch than it is a gym. Yeah. So it was, there was like lodges and stuff. They got different regional YMCA. It's almost like there. the nicest Boy Scout camp you can think of is what this YMCA <laughs> is like. It's a dude ranch. Pretty much. Um, and so, yeah, I stayed by myself, didn't meet up with anybody, uh, and basically just kind of went hiking in uh, the Rocky Mountain National Park. And it was a lot of fun. It was the most solitude I'd ever experienced. Yeah. Um, I was, I d- I've done like weekend stuff before on my own or like a day kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, or I've like gone somewhere and like been with people, if that means if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like traveled by myself and met up with other folks. Uh, so this was the first time I like traveled and just spent a week all by myself. And I actually really enjoyed it. Did you it was like some really good headspace. And, uh, I, it was, it's nice. Like, I felt like I was like, I could do everything I wanted to do and didn't have to worry about if other people wanted to do it as well. Did you like only camp? No, I stayed at the YMCA. It was like, <coughs> it was in a lodge there. So did you eat anywhere? Yeah. So I would, I took peanut butter sandwiches out on the trail. But you're not supposed to have food because of bears or whatever. But I was like, I don't care about bears. If I die, I die. Yeah, seriously. Everyone was so concerned. Like, dude, hiking by yourself is really dangerous. I'm like, I've not known anyone have any problems with hiking by themselves. But this is the West. Yeah. But I, still, have you heard of... Usually when I hear about bear attacks, like, oh, a group of... A couple was attacked by a bear. So I figured a single man's probably fine. If I not, the bear I, probably respects you. Yeah, it's like, oh, I got a tough guy here. Oh, let's not mess with him. Um, in the woods. So yeah, that was another fun part. Is I ate out in the in Estes Park every night. The best place I ate was a Nepalese restaurant, which you wouldn't think like a small town in Colorado would have. Oh no! Uh, no, no, no. It, had, it had a diverse food scene actually. I was about to say. But this Nepalese restaurant was awesome. That's all I hear about Colorado. Super good food. So like randomly you'll just show up and suddenly they'll be like, you're like, what? How is what? Why is there an Ethiopian place here? There's not even a Mexican restaurant. One, I don't, this, it was an awkward story for me because it, it felt awkward in the moment. I was sitting there in the restaurant and the waitress, I'd already had my food, I'm pretty sure. And she comes up to me just unprompted and says, are you local? And I said, no, I'm just visiting. And she goes, oh, sorry. And then walks away. I was like, what in the world was that about? You should have said yes. Well, I don't know why she was apologizing. <laughs> Are, is everybody local there terrible? I guess. You stayed in Estes, right? Yeah, Estes Park. Did you see the Stanley Hotel? I didn't go in it, but I drove past, past it. Oh, uh, you should have gone in it. That doesn't really interest me. I told you about whenever we stayed in the, the Stanley Hotel, right? Yeah, hard fart. Yeah. Okay, we didn't need that. Sample that. All right, Luke. Last but best. What's, your, what's your number one? You already spoiled it. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. I'll, I'll edit it out. No, don't edit it out. Okay. Then that spoiled it comment. Why do I have so much saliva? I'll edit the spoiled out comment too. I have so much saliva. Luke, what was your what was your number one? What was my number one? Oh, it was getting married. What? Well, I didn't know you got married. Wow. Yes, you did. Yeah, I did. You met my wife. I have multiple times. She's great. She is great. We we drive together a lot. That was a really stupid thing to say. That's okay. We spent. We spent all of those 25 hours in the car together. Together. Yeah. We spent, like, basically an entire day in the car. Oof. That's great. That's beautiful. Not a bad oof. What a flourishing relationship. Uh, We were quiet the majority of the time. (laughs) 
But it takes a lot of comfort. Oh to, yeah. To be quiet with one another. It also takes a lot. Of, she she likes to boss me around, which I'm very okay with. Okay. Because I like to be told what to do. Because I don't know what to do. I'm with you, man. Uh, I, I don't know what's going on. Makes me confused. Yep. But uh, it's very nice. But like we had a nice wedding. Uh, the only bad thing about the wedding was um, that we f- completely forgot how hot it was in Mississippi in August. Th- our wedding was a. Uh, could you hear what I just did? Yeah. It's gross. It's okay. <laughs> Why are you bouncing the microphone back and forth? Because I don't want my breathing noises to be oh yeah, that's while you're talking. I keep doing that too. Um, but like, it was like 105 degrees. At like the peak, I think average you would say it would be like eighty nine. It was hot, and many of my groomsmen are sweaty people. <laughs> no, dude, they are. I believe you. Like they were crowded around this giant industrial fan the entire day when we weren't taking pictures, and it was just like, I don't blame you. I'm not gonna tell you to do anything. You're fine. But um, so, like, the wedding was great. It was just really the only thing was it was really hot. It was really fun. We got to see a bunch of people we don't see all the time. Um, we got to like hang out a little bit before that. Um, we also had like some fun logistical problems that well, they weren't like problems, but they were fun. Like, um, my grandmother, my dad's mom, she's terrible with directions. She won't be insulted because she can't listen to podcasts because she doesn't know how, but, um, she's terrible with directions. And so my dad had one of my friends chauffeur her and her friend around. And it was really funny because he had to go like 20 minutes away to where their hotel was, pick them up and then drive them there. And it was great because <laughs> like, like Michael would just get back and he'd be like, your grand, your grandmother talked about my girlfriend for like 15 minutes and she doesn't even know her. And I was like, oh, this is a weird situation. It's just stuff like that. I don't understand how that's possible. Oh, uh, I think he showed her a picture. Oh, okay. And then she just kept talking. Oh, nice. Because she does that. Well, good for her. Um, And then, oh, there was another thing. Oh, so I don't know if I've told you about this. Have I told you how me and my wife met? No. We met in a fried chicken restaurant. The whole story is something else I can tell for a different time because I feel like we're running out of time. We are. Yeah, but. um. It's okay, though. Like, we met in a fried chicken restaurant called Abner's. That's like a Mississippi thing. And uh, the day after we got married, we ate there. That's beautiful. And I think I don't even think we've eaten there before. Like, together. Yeah. Ic- and except for that one time. So it was like, our relationship has come full circle. It's like, the old has died, thus begineth the new. But it's been really fun. I mean, like, we've only been married for like... Four months. Yes. <laughs> almost. I five. was like, is this almost five? It's almost five. Almost five, yeah. Yeah, so really, like, we've been married for, like, five months. Five, yeah, it's closer to five. And, like, it hasn't been, like, like it's not, like, one of those things where, like, marriage is easy. Like, marriage isn't easy. It's kind of hard. It's not, it's not, like, you know what I mean? Sure. It's a, it's a labor of love. Mm. So, so cheesy. I like this podcast. <laughs> I like this podcast. He's talking about love. Uh, <laughs> what? Luke's number one is he got married too. <laughs> yeah, surprise. <laughs> Jokes on Guess all of you. I've been doing the past two weeks. You should. Are you done? Should I oh, I'm done. Out? I don't have anything else to say. So my number one, um, I wasn't exactly sure how to word this because it's not 
a good moment. But uh, so my grandfather passed away about a week ago. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. So that is not my number one moment. But I I think for me it was um it was good to be able to celebrate his life via the funeral, uh via just hanging out with family. And also, um, I think within this I'm really glad so he had he had a stroke and they admitted him to the hospital and then by like so he was in the hospital Monday night and then by like Tuesday morning he was effectively brain dead. Um, yeah. and was just on life support. And so I went down there Tuesday, uh, ended up coming home later that day. Um, cause we thought there was going to be a decision made. Um, or we thought he was like going to die like that morning or afternoon. Yeah. And they were like, Oh, he's a little bit more stable or whatever. So I went home and then my mom said, Hey, grandma has made the decision to take him off life support tonight. So obviously like it could be a couple of hours, could be a couple of weeks. Like we don't really know. So I ended up going back down there, and it was good to have the chance to actually, like, say goodbye. Obviously, he wasn't responsive, mm-hmm. but he was still, I guess, cognitive or aware. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't really know medically how that works, but I, don't I, I trust doctors <laughs> most of the time. <laughs> when they won't lie to it's me. It's collectively agreed that, like, brain-dead people can hear you or are somewhat aware of what's going on. Yeah. And so I'll, I'll, I'll trust that. Um and so it was obviously very emotionally difficult to say goodbye, but it was really good to say goodbye. Like, I'm glad I had that opportunity. Yeah. Because um, a lot of times people just die, and you're just like, oh, now here I am. My last that words to them were, I wanted biscuits, Mom, not cinnamon rolls. <laughs> cinnamon and gravy. Cinnamon and gravy. Um, so I'm really thankful that I had that kind of last few moments with him. And then, um, yeah, being able to, to celebrate his life um, through the funeral. Um, yeah, and just kind of like being there for him in his last days. Yeah. Even if he wasn't like fully aware of that or whatever. Yeah. So, I don't know. It was again like kind of the full circle thing, right? Like he was always there for me, took care of me when I was a kid and then yeah. kind of got to return the favor at the end of his life, which was nice. So, difficult situation, not great circumstances, but he uh, he loved Jesus and he was ready to go and his health had been declining over the past couple of years. So, mm. There's uh, a sense of relief for him as well, and obviously he's he's glad where he's at. So, the ensuing aftermath of the stroke is what you're talking about, then. Like the fact that you got to say goodbye and that your fam, the f- your family, your family was all there and everything. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a weird way how those things work. Yeah, and it's you know, uh, it um, it's how life is supposed to go, right? I mean, at least in life as it currently is, like people are supposed to die. Mm-hmm. And uh, he got to live a good, long, <coughs> happy, healthy life. So um, I think that's reason to celebrate. So obviously it wasn't my number one that he died, <laughs> but just kind of the things surrounding that were, were really meaningful for me. I yeah. think I'll remember the most from this year going forward. I don't know what to say to that. I know you don't. <laughs> So that's our top seven. Um, <laughs> I, I I encourage the listener, as uh, you'll hear this on New Year's Eve. Send take, us your top seven. Take some time today. Yeah, figure figure out what were some of your favorite moments. Doesn't have to be seven. It could be three. Uh, it has to be a prime number. <laughs> yeah, but think about what are your your favorite moments of this year. Uh, real quick, Luke, what do you want to do in twenty twenty? 
What do, like like a New Year's resolution? Sort of. Well, what's your, what's the goal? One, I haven't decided my restaurant of choice. I don't want to eat everything at yet. Okay. I'm 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 down to three. God, it's really difficult. One of them is raising canes, because I know it's easy. It's just chicken. No, but listen. I'm listening. They they're coming out with a new recipe. Okay. So I gotta wait. All right. It's easy. And like it sounds like a like a quitter's job. My other one <sighs> Subway. Just feel like I need to. You don't. No, I mean I don't. It's not a necessity. It's not a necessity, but it's it's a hobby. And then right. and then my other one. Ooh. It's gonna be great. You ready? Um yes. Wing stop. Wing stop sucks. Yeah, but like I like their flavors. Their chicken is terrible. Okay. But I like their flavors. That's what you want to do. I might I might throw some other ones in there. I'll think about it. But really what I want to do in 2020, I don't know. I do want to get that movie thing up. I also want to run more. I started running again. Really hurts my knee, but I have yeah. a knee brace, so I'll be good. So interestingly enough, I told you a few weeks ago the one thing I wanted to do in 2020. Why don't you tell the listeners? I don't know what you said. Um, <laughs> Did you not hear what I just said? No, and I didn't know that this was such a part of your life. I decided I wanted to eat everything at a restaurant this year. Yeah. Which I didn't know that you would even... I, th- I knew you did that at Taco Bell, but I didn't know it would be such involved in this conversation. Oh, yeah. I think I want to do Simply Thai. I want to do like a nicer oh, restaurant. Oh, yeah. With a smaller menu. I never thought about doing a nicer restaurant. Yeah, I mean, it's a little bit more of an investment, but I think yeah. it'd be cool. I have to. F- so that's I'd what I'm doing. I'd have to find like a restaurant that I'm like, yes, I will do that. Yeah. But it's hard because like a lot of nicer restaurants are like, or the ones that I like like eating at all the time. Maybe Taco City. I don't know what that is. It's on Bardstown. Okay. It's across from where Skyline Chili is. All are right. we just gonna say we're places? Yes. <laughs> all right. Well, that concludes this episode. Uh, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year to you all. Happy Hanukkah. Today's the end. Yeah, happy Hanukkah. Um, and uh, come back next week for our podcast, Criticizing the Teletubbies. Sure. <laughs> <laughs>